0: You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks
1: podcast on the Inside the Rink network of podcasts. Now, here are your hosts.
2: Well, that, knows that, was, that was perfect timing. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, hello and welcome, everybody, to episode 42 of Late Arrivals. Uh, if you've been in the Twitch stream chat, uh we've been mentioning balls a lot, but for good reason. Lap nose balls. Lap nose balls. <laughs> but uh how are we how are we doing on this fine Wednesday? We're doing uh Pretty we're good. feeling good. I
0: mean, I I was literally just talking to my friends. I literally do not know how it's May 3rd already. Like I, yeah. I literally feel like it was just Christmas. So like I that's just it's been kind of a whirlwind, but yeah, we're feeling good. I made some uh, I made some Chipotle chicken tacos tonight and uh, had some fruit Ooh. and uh, yeah nice a uh, nice little health day we're feeling good we're feeling good.
2: I'm currently having the dinner of champions before we make our pizza. I'm drinking a modello and eating Oreos. So you know <laughs> Here we there we Beer go. we Beer Oreos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have it's the Modelo perfect for... diet. No <laughs> one no one can tell me otherwise. <laughs> oh man. Oh well, we have. Five what? Five days left until uh, we, we 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 finally have our fate decided. Yeah, by lottery. We balls. are uh,
0: we are Lucas Pisa days away <laughs> from knowing where these uh, where the aforementioned balls will fall. Will they fall? I, or, will they fall in second? Will they fall in third? We don't know.
3: I like how you had to remind me on Twitter today that we had Lucas Pisa.
0: Italian <laughs> pre- style. How did you forget? He's a ducks
3: Appreciate that. Shout out, Luca. Super-
0: <laughs> remember, we used to, remember we used to Shout get out Luca. Remember, he just used to get blamed for everything.
3: Yes, Spisa was the guy that was blamed for Hashtag everything. Blame Spisa. Yeah, <laughs> he could not even it, be in the game. I guess just... it is
0: technically less than five now because the I mean, by 8 p.m. On, on Monday, the lottery will be way over by then. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's exciting. I'm scared. Feeling good. Yeah, I'm scared. I know we were talking. I know last time I was on, we were talking about, you know, I was kind of giving the hold speech about you know going into it expecting to fall which I still think everybody should just go into it expecting to not win the lottery yeah but uh I will say the closer it gets and just knowing the prize that Connor Bedard is it's a little easier said than done but you know still Mm -hmm. trying to you know hopefully get uh still trying to hopefully temper those expectations and hey you know hopefully things go our way if not we're still getting a great player at two and three so I know we'll dive deeper a little bit more into it uh in the episode i know we have a couple lottery related questions so some friends in the chat what's up disher appa jake what's up savannah
2: well besides the uh the draft slowly well i shouldn't even say slowly it feels like the season ended and then now all of a sudden we're here um but we do have some things that have taken place in the last uh what week and a half since we we recorded no it was we recorded last week mm-hmm. here we i did. am not remembering yeah. <laughs> we were alive last tuesday but we have some names that have uh, started to pop up in regards to the vacant ducks head coach job um elliot friedman has been saying mark savard makes a lot of sense uh, he currently is coaching the windsor spitfires if i'm remembering right um and then dauber hockey on uh twitter he's a phwpa or is it pwhpa he's a right he's a writer that's associated with them has his own site and everything and yeah he's he's mentioned joe sacco who's the assistant coach for the bruins at the moment
3: that'd be interesting
2: maybe not much longer after the playoffs but you know that's (laughs) something we'll touch on later Mm -hmm. uh nothing outside of that really you know
0: yeah, I mean, you know, it's an, it's important to note that, um, you know, when Friedman mentioned Mark Savard, it wasn't necessarily him saying that he had a- actually heard that or that the Ducks were interested. It was more him just kind of doing his thing where, you know, he wonders if that's a fit or he thinks it would make sense to him. So um, it'll be interesting to watch. But, yeah, you know, Mark Savard, you know, a, a he would be another new NHL coach who's getting his first NHL job, you know, so definitely not definitely not a retread. Um, you know, I know he's been coaching in – uh in the ohl with the Windsor spitfires for the last two or three years and i think he's done a pretty decent job there um some pretty decent reviews of him there so you know definitely definitely interesting to see there you know a guy who is at least somewhat played in the nhl relatively recently um yeah you know he kind of had that paul korea arc where you know his career got unfortunately cut pretty short due to uh due to concussions so it'd be it'd be a nice story to see him come back as a um as an nhl coach so you know maybe maybe something to watch there like we said, it could just be Elliot Friedman listing off names that you know he thinks could make sense, and it could just, just mean nothing. So yeah,
3: just, um, maybe it's the day uh, of the week he just I'm feels not, like throwing out some names.
2: I wouldn't take too much stock in it because it was at like the tail end of the thirty-two thoughts from yeah. uh, Friday. It was like quite literally at the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, hey, you know, he had some leads on McIlveen, and that information. Was true, you know. We wound up hiring him, so mm. I trust that Friedman has a decent beat on kind of names he's hearing. But I don't know. It's still relatively early in our off season. Like the season's not officially done, so we probably mm-hmm. won't hear anything for for a minute here. But I think you know? I think I think after the season, I think after
0: the um uh, the playoffs do end, or I I mean, hey, honestly, it could even be before, depending on who exactly are or, you know, the kind of finalist names. I I do think it's going to start moving pretty quickly after the lottery. I think we'll start hearing names pretty soon. Um, and if we don't have a coach by the time, by the time the cup is awarded, I think, you know, I mean, by then the draft will be three and a half weeks away and I would put all my money on, I I would not bet on us not having a coach um, by the time we walk up to pick on June 28th. So mm-hmm. uh, Anticipate things to move quickly if by the Cup final we don't have a coach named yet after after that final round is over.
2: Reminds- well, um, we have to remember Ver- Verbeek and his availability after he fired Aiken said that he wants someone in place at least before the draft. Mm-hmm. Yep, he so. Did say that. There is that all window between students. now and June twenty eighth, essentially. So, yeah.
0: which seems like a far, which seems like a long way away, just a little, just a little under two months. But with the playoffs going on to distract us and all the lottery talk that's going to happen between now and Monday all the pre-draft talk that's going to happen after monday when we finally know the order it'll um it'll start creeping up on us pretty soon so it'll be it'll be fun to finally get some concrete names out and do a little speculation for sure yeah
2: well i had mentioned this in the chat earlier and uh sounds like we're going to make a little bit of a, a thing with it with uh patrick going forward uh but i had some thoughts listening to uh I was actually watching the Hockey Guys' latest video about the Bruins and their oh. epic collapse in the playoffs, <laughs> and he was kind of going through all the names of players that they're potentially going to be losing in the off season. Whether it's you know to age, guys that are UFAs and are going to chase money elsewhere, um, you know those guys that were kind of pure rentals for them this season, and they're losing a lot of centers. You know Patrice Bergeron presumably is going to retire because of his back. Uh, yeah. Craigie, you know, probably going to follow suit cause he really only came out of retirement just to play with Bergeron one last time. Um, they're losing Nick Felino, probably, which I mean, that seems like a net positive at this point in his career. But, uh, you know, um, the thing that I kind of was thinking about was a team that's losing a lot of centers, oh, boy, we're kind of stacked on centers at the moment. Do we see the Henrik to Boston rumors finally come to fruition? Mm. Personally, thinking, I could I'm, see it, Yeah, but at just, the same time, I'm kind of in the boat of do I want it to happen? We always trade with Boston. We always trade with Pittsburgh. What more can we take from them? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think at this point trading Henrik's going to command as much value as – say a couple seasons ago but something to think about
0: i just i feel i just kind of get this inkling that if henrique is traded it's going to be a next deadline type thing i'm just i'm just not sure if it happens during the offseason i think if he is to be traded i would prefer he get traded this offseason because i think obviously you know he will have a little bit more term on his deal this (laughs) this offseason compared to next uh um compared to next trade deadline when he'd be a pending unrestricted free agent but um yeah I just I just don't know I feel like at some point you know you have to keep you got to keep some of your veterans at some point but I mean hey I, I I would not I would not be too upset if Pat got an offer that he that he couldn't refuse for Adam Henrique from a uh, um you know from a team that's looking to add some real solid depth for in hopes of being a contender for next year so yeah the Adam <laughs> Henrique trade front as well as the I mean the inevitable John Gibson talk that we're 100% going to get in this off season, it'll be, it'll be something. It'll be really something interesting to watch.
3: Maybe the ducks will, uh, dance with the devils a little bit, you
2: know, oh, oh, oh. Henry goes send back. back home.
3: I, I, I tweeted this out just to see if I could get any reactions. I didn't really get much and I was kind of disappointed, but, um, I said that maybe the devils with, with Schmid playing as well as he is, you know, outside of tonight, I guess. I mean, he was, he was fine. He didn't have any help tonight anyway. Um, maybe it pushes vana out of new jersey and maybe you know yeah
0: cause i know akira schmidt has been a really good you know a really good feel good story you know especially after that first round matchup with the rangers but i mean you know he 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 is a rookie he really didn't have any you know too much experience going into these playoffs um you know he did play really good series against the rangers he became the guy that they were leaning on but uh You know, I mean, as we saw tonight against a much better Carolina team than, or uh, against a team much better than the New York Rangers in the Carolina hurry. (laughs) He didn't even play. He didn't even last half the game. He got yanked in the second. So, um, yeah, I still think the Devils, regardless of regardless of how far they go in the playoffs. I mean, I'm not entirely sure if they're 100% content with Vanishek and Schmidt going forward for next year. So if there is a interesting Mm -hmm. goaltender with new jersey i know we've talked about this a little bit but um you know i think there could be something
3: maybe not you know maybe not uh at the beginning of the season but maybe after the trade deadline we have Dostal stall and vanacek i'm gonna put that out there that's my thing that's mine i know chris is just uh, suggesting
2: this from his lap uh hut team
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh god
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, on the topic of bringing people back home, I mean, the elephant in the room that I think all of us have been clamoring for on Twitter is now with the lightning out. Is it time to bring Corey Perry back? Yes. Please do it. It's high time. This is Lou's moment right here. This is what he's been wanting to talk about. (laughs) Yep. So I have an article in the works, and this is one of the topics I have on there um, because I'm writing this thing purely from the perspective of nothing in the universe can go wrong. Anything, everything is sunshine and rainbows. Um, As life always is, right? You know, you know um, but I, I kind of feel like it would be the perfect thing for the 30th if this is going to be his last year. And I've said this many times, if it's going to be his last season. And you're already planning on putting 15 in the rafters. Have him be the captain to do it. Mm -hmm. and then after the season (laughs) name another captain when he retires
0: did i not tweet out this fan fiction back in november on twitter i tweeted out this exact thing i'm all for it i'm i now do i actually think it's gonna happen probably not i know he had mentioned uh um in a recent interview that he does want to still be playing so i would highly doubt he's gonna hang him up this year it sounds like he's got another year or two or maybe three left um i would If I had no, no, you know, emotional ties to it, I would probably bet on him going to a contender next year. But um, I would, I would very much like that. It would make me, it'd be nice. It would make my little boy heart very happy because Corey Perry was probably my favorite player growing up. Um, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: He's probably my Mm -hmm. favorite duck. So I would, I would cry and I, I would be very emotional and that would make me happy. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Even if it's not like next year or something, it'd be nice if it's just whenever he determines that he just wants one more year. So wherever he goes, hopefully it's only like a one-year deal, maybe two. If, you know, if it's not Anaheim and then when he's ready to hang them up.
0: Just have him play on the bottom six meant for the young kids, you know, kind of, you know, kind of provide some, you know, provide that presence of somebody that these young kids can kind of look up to in the locker room. Now that Getzloff's gone, you know, for a year and you know, Hey, I mean, I don't see what could go wrong, but I mean, hey, if Corey Perry wants to go chase another cop and sign with a contender, all the power to him. Um, yeah,
3: I just, just don't it do it nice. in Tampa. i just I'm think it be nice. of him.
0: And that actually leads to a good question from Steven. He says, okay, non-Ducks, where would we like to see Perry go if he does choose to sign elsewhere?
4: Um,
2: Stay in mean,
1: Carolina.
2: He could go to the Rangers and be an asshole <laughs> with the other assholes on that team. Right. I don't think anyone anyone would want to root for him in that case. But. I mean, I
0: could, I could see him going to Toronto. I feel like that's always rumored. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I could see him going to Toronto. I mean, you know, from the area.
3: Yeah, that that would Played make junior. sense.
0: Played junior in London. He's from Peterborough, so.
2: Carolina would be sweet. Oppa oh, says that's... Vegas, and then no, Felix no. says Ottawa. Ottawa, Vegas, let's be good. Vegas but, would be disgusting.
0: Ottawa would be fun. If they take a step forward, I think I think that'd be a little fun.
3: Let's keep It'd the Devils little thing little. going. I'll say
2: Devils. <laughs> okay. Chris is just trying to stay on brand here. We're yeah. just
0: manifesting a move with the Devils here. The, I, I,
2: I like it, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So it that. could be the most minor thing in the offseason. Yeah, season. right. It could be an AHL for AHL swap. <laughs> yeah. And Chris would be like, see,
3: see, I told see? you. See. <laughs> I'm clipping that. <laughs>
2: well it does kind of bring us into our next topic here um we're going into the off season with a shit ton of cap space um mm-hmm. before any contracts are signed uh we will have 38.2 million in cap space Delicious. with uh i believe it said seven rfas to sign you know notably zegris drysdale terry um lost in all of that I kind of forgot that Dostal's uh entry level was done so he's due a new deal um Comtois also is due one and there's a couple others I may be forgetting but uh this could be another fun off season of just throwing money at a bunch of people to be warm bodies Mm -hmm. um because frankly I don't see a ton of I mean I, I I won't be so pessimistic and say I don't think we take the step next year, but there will be a lot of young talent on the roster in one way or another, whether it's homegrown or you know the shiny new toy of Connor Bedard. But Mm. you know, there's there's some money to be to you know to play with. Do you guys have any names out there that you see UFA wise or? Maybe even a guy to offer sheet or trade for signing rights to that you guys uh, would like to see us go after.
0: If Ottawa can't work it out, I would like to throw a shot at Debrinket. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be a good one. They're having some trouble. I mean, you can trade for his rights. We have the, we have the, we absolutely have the capital to do something like that. And I mean, we saw how little he went for in, um, in Chicago when his contract wasn't quite up. So, um, I feel like we could, we could easily make that work.
3: Are we
2: still on the Pierre Luc Dubois to Anaheim thing? Uh, I would not touch that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> no, no,
0: just because we're going to be bringing in another center in the top three of this draft. Yeah. You know, I just, I just don't know if there's the space there, but um, you know, I think, I think there's other things we could be doing. It's not like center the need, I would say. Let um, him go
2: be Montreal's problem. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't, to think, bring... I don't think
0: he's going anywhere. <laughs> but, I don't think he's going anywhere besides Montreal, anyway. So
3: I'd hate to bring uh... up two Devils. <laughs> well, we're we're already we're already this far deep, but there so. is Timo Meyer and uh, and Jesper Bratt.
2: Bratt would be interesting. And I think Jesper. Meyer. I, I think Meyer's... Meyer's
0: there. Meyer's there long term. He's not. He's not going anywhere. Um,
3: and Bratt is two years younger.
0: I think Bratt's just kind of become the darling in the heads of Ducks fans the last year. <laughs> He's just mm-hmm. kind of the go-to guy. Yes for brat, yes for Bratt, yes for Bratt.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, Interesting one for me would be Bertuzzi. Oh. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it.
3: Yeah, that's different.
2: Because instead of trotting Sam Carrick out there to be the tough guy that's off the ice more than he's on it, I'd rather a tough guy that can actually score too. Yeah. Can actually, oh, wow. provide, can actually provide some positive play. <laughs> what
1: about JT Confer?
2: I mean, does like, a bottom six guy, maybe. 28. But the other RFAs uh, would be Axel Anderson, who's <laughs> technically going to be coming off his entry-level uh, Ole Eriksson-Eck. And, uh, oh, we have a couple in uh, San Diego. Uh, Bo Gruz do a new contract. And Josiah Slavin. Bryce Kindop. And then with the big club, the only other ones are Comtois and Lou's favorite defenseman, Simone Benoit.
1: (laughs) Which Lou are we talking about?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So
3: That would be you. So, you know, Ducks fans always like to uh, talk about when a guy gets traded from us, oh, maybe, you know, he'll come back next year. So just letting you know. John Klingberg is a UFA. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> oh, what about? Geez, uh, good lord!
1: What about Radko Goodish? No, like a one-year. I know.
0: I, I I I I would maybe entertain that uh, as a like as a, a right one-year sh- deal as a right-shot option to play to play in the bottom I mean, I know. I know we're probably keeping Kevin Shattenkirk, so that's probably a wash. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't think if we keep Shattenkirk. Goudis. I don't think if we keep Shattenkirk, we'd sign Gudas as well. But, you know, if for some reason we don't have Kevin Shattenkirk, then hey, 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 hey the
2: haters yeah. didn't think we were going to get Klingberg and Kulikov, you know, the two yeah. hottest defensemen on the market. Yeah. So yeah. anything. Right. Possible.
0: And, well, and again, we're not saying <laughs> sign every single one of these guys. We're just saying, you know, hey, maybe these could be some players that we look at. Or,
2: yeah.
3: you know. Oh, yeah. We're not, no, yeah. Seven, we're not five, touching yeah. everybody here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're not building a super team here. No, come on. We're still being realistic. Sorry, you but, said Gudis, and I. Whew, I
2: oh,
0: good. I like what he brings. <laughs> I
3: like what he brings, and he's still he's decent. That. So he's
1: still pretty okay. decent.
2: We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have some contract predictions uh, from Evolving Hockey. Uh, they project Zeger to get eight by eight point five, which
0: give it to him. Give to whatever him whatever he wants. Yeah, give it to him. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Man. I don't need to negotiate with that. Just give it to him.
2: They have uh, Jamie Drysdale at two years at one point nine, which falls in line with not really playing as much. Uh you know, obviously with this year being shortened because of the injury right, right. that's I think I mean, a little
1: low, doesn't it?
0: Right. And I think I think we talked about it before. I think we think Jamie just gets a bridge deal just because I mean he's only he's now only played a season and a half of hockey now. He's only I mean, he just turned twenty-one too. So yeah. Um, I think a two or three deal for Drysdale is probably pretty accurate. I think I'd be shocked if it's anything other than that. Um But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's about right. That's about normal for a bridge deal. He's going to, I think he takes it and bets on himself. And, um, you know, hopefully in two or three years, he gets himself another
2: better payday. And lastly, they predict Troy Terry at four years by 6.2 mil, which honestly, I think is still an even bigger steal than what he currently makes.
0: Yeah, I think it is too. I I I don't think Terry like I saw some people. I know when Jake Rudolph from Across the Pond posted these contract uh, predictions yesterday. Um, I think they're from Natural sheet, but um, or no, no, I'm sorry, they're from Evolving Wild. But um, yeah, there there was some pushback on the Terry contract. People saying that he was going to get way more term than that. I think in the four, five, six year range is probably exactly what he's going to get. I think I think people that are assuming Terry's going to get a seven or eight year deal or overshooting it a little bit. Um, yeah, we got to remember he's, he's a bit older than Zegers and Drysdale. Um, you know, I mean, not by much. He's He's only 26, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that seems about right for Terry, just a little under Zegers, but definitely a little bit more than Jamie's bridge deal. So, um, yeah, I think, I, I think that's just a pretty basic or, you know, a pretty decent, base work for us to go into this soft season of just assuming what these guys are going to get, um, you know, evolving wilds contract predictions over the years have proven to be fairly accurate most of the time. So I'd imagine all these deals are going to be somewhere in this range. Somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah. Ballpark.
2: I mean, not to twist a knife in uh, the Kings losing and being eliminated <laughs> from the playoffs here, but uh, did you guys read that article uh, that had the information about Rob Blake going over uh, his scouts' heads and picking Turcotte over Zegris. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little interesting there, huh? I, uh, You know, I, I, I say all the time that it's funny looking at his draft picture, and I know when he did his interview on Chicklets, he said that he was preparing to be taken by the Kings. Um, but in hindsight, reading those comments, it's it just makes that picture even greater because yeah. – He's wearing the Kings gloves in his draft photo. And reading that, I was just like, ah, oh, man, <laughs> at least that's not us. It's and I right? mean, it's, it's not a slight at Turcotte because he's been so in, injury riddled and you hate to see that with a young guy. But at the same time, it's just like. Man, that just looks tough on the
0: Kings. That's uh, fifth. And then the guy that you should have taken went four picks later. Mm. Thank you, Rob Blake. Just yeah. the thought, Thank just you. The yeah, thought of Zgris,
3: Zgris being on the Kings makes me sick to my stomach. It's weird because like, I can picture
0: it because that just seems like a fit. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had taken him, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, you mm-hmm. know, just, they took a, a similar player at the time in Turcot, and I'm using heavy air quotes there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that would have been.
1: If that they was... would have taken him, who would the Ducks have picked? do you think?
0: was that the Matt Boldy year? Yes. Yeah. I think, I, I think of the guys remaining, I would have liked us to take Boldy. Like I just Broberg, eh. knowing who we have now in defense mm. you now, I mean, we know cider probably would still have gone to the red wings. So I would have said him, but um, yeah, I'd say probably Matt Boldy or Cole Perfetti. It <laughs> no, was, I'm sorry. It was Perfetti. The Drysdale year. I forget.
4: Yeah,
3: I, <laughs> those, I
0: mix those two drafts together all the time, but I would say just for one name, I'd say Matt Boldy because I think he went a pick or two later after Zegers. It's
2: it's bad when that decision makes uh, the whole <laughs> debacle with the Flyers and Nolan Patrick look worse or look less bad. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean that's still pretty bad. It is, but I mean <laughs> no one... the fact that you know Zegers has had the career he's had so far. You know, two and a half seasons in, and to now look at it like, oh, he plays for your biggest rival. Yep, and he could have been on this team realistically. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel, kind of feel like that's a little worse, but maybe yeah. it's just because he's on our team. <laughs> glad we don't have
0: to. Glad we're not literally having that discussion. Nope. <laughs> you know. Thankfully.
4: Hmm.
2: Well, before we uh, get into some other news here, um, we do have some ITR content coming. I know uh, we're, we're working hard on some draft stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, I have kind of a, a fun little piece on the 30th anniversary coming. I'm um, A little in over my head, uh, 30 topics definitely was a little hard to come up with one. <laughs> and then I started writing it and was like, yeah, there's no way I'm fitting 30 of these into one article because I had a paragraph that was like that fucking long. Like <laughs> I, it was, it was bad. Um, so, so two parts, is it a two parter? Probably going to be two, maybe three, depending mm-hmm. on what my little peanut brain can come up with. But <laughs> yeah, we, we have some stuff in the works. So definitely keep a eye out on that. Um, Hopefully uh,
3: some, some merch in the next few weeks hopefully
2: we got some we got some stuff working in that regard too so Mm -hmm. yeah and like jake said
0: you know we're going to be having some draft content here soon um our good buddy patrick made a really cool uh little mock draft graphic that we're all going to be doing um we're all going to be you know obviously this will happen after the lottery and a little bit closer to um the actual draft but each of us in late arrivals, and even our and uh even our couple writers we're all going to do our own mock draft of the first 15 picks um we're going to do a little point system where like every correct guess is one point so a total of 15 possible points and it'll be fun maybe we can uh you know maybe on uh you know an episode or two before the draft we can have everybody's done and we can we can have all the uh, all the writers on and everybody can kind of go through their um can go through their mock drafts, so
4: mm-hmm.
0: that's a little mm-hmm. fun thing we got going on. Shout out to Patrick for making that graphic, uh, it looks oh, really Patrick. good. You guys will see it eventually, but uh,
2: and shout out our pal, the Garrative, for Garrett. uh, subbing for a third consecutive month. We, Let's go, Gary. We love, we love you, pal. Subscribe to the Garrative, baby. <laughs> If you do want to continue supporting us, uh, you can always go over to the Inside the Rink website and sign up for ESPN Plus if you don't have it. Um, I told myself that eh, I can get away with just watching highlights of the playoffs, and that lasted all of a week. <laughs> um, I bought ESPN Plus while Connor and I were waiting to go to Gojira. Um, nice. and we Woo-hoo! watched a little lacrosse because I thought the playoff games would be on, but oh, okay. would, in fact, we're not, so. I bought it a little preemptively, but do you remember who you were watching? It was some random college game, and oh, um, the team you. was losing by like seven goals after like the first period. Um, so it was not much of a lacrosse game. <laughs>
0: I sat there. I sat there and drank a Modelo on Jake's couch watching a uh, watching college across. It was nice. It was, quite, it was quite the
2: Friday afternoon.
3: Bro vibes for sure, right there.
2: <laughs> Damn, you know we got to go hear some screaming and microphones after is the perfect bro. Oh, that was just a, that was an incredible show, <laughs> but uh, you can go to inside the slash ESPN and sign up. If you do not have ESPN plus already helps us out, helps our network out. We will always, uh, you know, promote services and products we believe in just like seven, one, four. And we have uh, been grateful for our partnership with 714 uh, promo code lap is still good through the playoffs. Uh, while there are no more Kings games to go to, if you are an out of state listener, out of country listener in Canada and your team is still in, uh, you can still go to games and use our code up until the cup final. Yep. That is promo code LAP at checkout, You get 10% off and 5% towards a future order. When do you make an account? yeah do your thing good so we had not a ton happen because you know the playoffs is kind of taking a lot of the the spotlight here but uh the flames fired daryl sutter um before his extension even kicked in so you know things are going swimmingly up there
3: man i feel like the last couple days in a row each day something new comes out of calgary it's just like crazy man they just there's it's just chaos up there, and I I kind I kind of like watching it. It's kind of fun.
2: Sutter gets fired, and then Jonathan Huberdeau says, "Oh yeah, new coach will get me my confidence back." And it's pretty pretty <laughs> tough scenes there, but yeah. you know we kind of got the, the nail whole... in the coffin was uh, Nick Ritchie shooting third in a shootout to save your season. There but... you go. Yeah.
3: And then wow. you got the whole arena thing going on. It's just,
2: Whew. it's a lot. There's a lot. I, again, thankful this is not our problem. Yes. yes. <laughs> But yeah, like, there's not really much to say. I kind of feel like this is probably the last hurrah for Daryl Sutter. Um, yeah, His style of coaching has a very short shelf life. Um, I To the Ducks fans that have said, please do not do this, Ducks. Yeah. Um, this would have been a whole, a Bob Murray thing for sure, but yeah. I, I I think Pat's a little bit smarter to not I, see him as the best option out there. <laughs> well, remember I we already so. had
0: him in the organization for a little bit as an because remember he was an advisor to the Yeah,
3: staff.
2: yeah.
0: So I don't I I would heavily bet against us even. Yeah, I, I don't Garryl like to bring Stutter up an interview. I would I hope yeah. we don't even entertain the offer, but I I think we're good there. I don't, think I, don't
3: I don't like to bring up uh you know Facebook group chats, but um I did see some ducks fans talking about wanting to bring him back on Facebook and I had to close out Facebook cuz it made me angry. Don't go on Facebook. Just that that's what I'm saying. Don't go don't go on Ducks I haven't uh, been Facebook. on Facebook in months dude. Well actually you can go on Ducks Nation because I do post our episodes there. So if you wanted I'd rather eat a bowl that, of
1: rocks before I go on Ducks Nation on Facebook.
3: <laughs> hey, I post there and I post our articles there. Okay. You can no, go to that one. No, go no, to no. that one and only see our... Yeah, go, only leave. go to that one. <laughs>
2: then head out. It's fine. I like Garrett's <laughs> comment in the chat. So no more Kings games? Wait, what happened? They didn't lose already, did they? Los
0: <laughs> Angeles Kings. Uh, what happened? Uh? <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, that game me and Jake were watching. Uh, the Kings blew it 3-0. That was something else. I still can't get over it. We talked about it last week, so we don't have to go back over it. But that, you
2: know, in hindsight, it's very hilarious because that quite literally ruined the series.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: uh, well, some interesting news: uh, Snoop Dogg was rumored and then confirmed to be part of the group that is trying to become the ownership for the Ottawa Senators. Which mm-hmm. I thought his interview with uh, Stephen A. Smith was really really good because he kind of said all the things you want to hear but i do understand where all the senators fans are coming from because he was saying it from the perspective of you know if you really want hockey to grow you have to reach out to the minority communities and you have to show these kids that hey hockey is accessible for people like me um you know i could play this sport it's not just you know something for a certain sect of people um but he did not say a whole hell of a lot about the senators. So I can understand the frustration there, Um, but you know, he has his heart's in the right place with it. And I think that's kind of something that I, I would say maybe sets him apart from some of the other potential suitors for the senators, uh, regardless of, you know, the intent more so being able to continue to the, grow the game stateside um but you know you want you want someone that's going to be involved with bringing more eyes to hockey uh, i'm not saying that you know having an owner like Brian reynolds or anybody else isn't going to do that but to have someone openly saying and someone of snoop's stature saying something like that like yeah you know he's he's saying the correct things just maybe not checking all the boxes. Yeah. And it was
3: one interview and they were mainly talking about that because he has his own youth football league. Yeah. And he has his own youth, um, basketball league. And he talked about wanting to do the same thing for hockey, uh, making a Snoop youth hockey league or something like that, which would be really cool. And I kind of hope he does it anyway, even if he doesn't become the owner, because I think that's a great idea. Um, I didn't see the comment about Jake's background, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be cool. I mean, I, I think the senators to have, a, you know, have someone like Ryan Reynolds interested and then also have someone like Snoop Dogg interested. I think that's, that's really cool. And I feel like it's a win-win regardless for the league to have someone, one of those guys involved
2: because it puts it puts a different set of eyes on things you know you're naturally going to have those people that are like oh well, i like him as an actor i like him as an artist like yeah you know what's he up to now and you know who knows maybe it creates new hockey fans i mean that's kind of the goal mm-hmm. for as much as hockey fans gatekeep and don't <laughs> want new fans to <laughs> be watching do. hockey yeah um, it's like
3: they want new fans but then they want to pick and choose where those fans come from so it's a mess. But
2: yeah. Good news for the senators. Regardless, um, mm-hmm. it's they have cool. interest. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> Ottawa has always kind of been that. I wouldn't excuse me. I wouldn't say they're like the redheaded stepchild, but it always felt like you either heard very good things about the happenings in Ottawa, or just downright terrible things. Yeah. And so for there to be interest in a franchise, especially with them being kind of on the upswing, finally, like. Having that positive light on your team definitely is going to go a long way. Um, But, you know. And it's got to
3: suck, too, with Ottawa being – like having Toronto on one side and Montreal on the other side of you. It's I mean, they're already – when they came into the the league, they were already in a situation that was, you know, not the greatest in terms of market. But, yeah.
2: We do have uh, the teams confirmed for the global series. Uh, It'll be taking place again in Sweden. Um, The Leafs, Red Wings, Senators, and Wild will all be participating. I'm kind of glad there's some new teams for once. Um, Yeah, you know, it's not the same teams that we're used to, so it's always nice kind of getting fresh, fresh teams and things. Let's let's hope that eventually they get the Winter Classic and all that. You know. On the right track, continuing to do teams like Vegas and Seattle, taking Mm -hmm. that showcase instead of it being the Bruins and Blackhawks every other year. Yeah.
3: I'm I'm surprised. I'm I'm kind of surprised that they're sending the senators
2: over there for the global
3: series, but that's cool. The Maple Leafs, too. have do the Maple Leafs usually participate in that? I feel like they're never in the Global Series. Yeah, they never have. Yeah, so that's pretty cool.
2: They usually do like the hometown hockey stuff
3: when they have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that starts November 16th and it goes to the 19th. I hope that we're able to watch. I feel like NHL Network says NHL Network is going
2: to grab it and then I'm going to be SOL
3: (laughs) per usual.
2: Well, speaking of Sweden, uh, they lost in the U18 Worlds uh, to the U.S. Uh, Sorry, that was speaking hey, of Sweden. Per- lost. Perfect, perfect segue in. Yeah. Uh, but U.S. Uh, wins gold at the U18 Worlds. Um, we also had a team get promoted at the IIHF World Championship. Uh, Japan got promoted to Group A. Yeah, they were in Group B. I, so there's the there's the group
3: that we're in like all the like top hockey nations are in. And then you have Division 1 Group A, Division 1 Group B, and then you have like Division 2 AB and then like Division 3. And Japan is uh one group closer to the very top. So all they have to do is win Group A next year and they should get promoted and play us in the men's worlds during next summer. I know speaking of that, Great Britain and Poland and Italy are all fighting for a promotion as we speak. I think their last round robin games are on Friday. I'm kind of hoping Poland gets in there, man. That'd be sick. That'd be so sick. Got my Polish flag behind me. If you're listening, it's behind me. It's beautiful.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Well, it's
2: been a while since we've done this on the pod. And I think a lot of that, uh, staleness of ducks hockey kind of took away from this, but, uh, we have a guest, the team, for this week so lou you want to get us lou hit me get baby
4: yes.
2: hit me right between yeah. the eyes let's go we'll do right some guests the, the team and then we'll we'll cover we'll get the playoff uh covered as much as we want and yeah. yeah then we'll get some questions all
0: right i know i jake just real quick i know we had i know we talked about the uh about the lottery a little bit but i know we had a couple lottery questions so we'll save those for yeah yeah for for the end too
4: All right,
1: just to refresh everyone, I'm going to name off five players, and you have to guess the team and the year they played on. They played on that team. All right. All right, the first team, Jeff Friesen, Tim Hunter, Marty McSorley, Victor Kozloff, and Tony
4: Granato. Islanders? Uh, 1997. Did you say Kolzig? No, I said Kozlov. Kozlov.
1: Kozlov. Viktor Kozlov. Kozlov.
2: Victor Kozlov. I'm going to say 95, 96 Bruins. 98 Capitals. The
1: 1996 and 97 Sharks.
3: Oh, shark. Oh, damn. All right. I didn't know Marty McSordley played on the Sharks. I didn't either. And I forgot Freezing
0: was there. I I did. I could not. For some reason, I totally forgot Victor Kozlov was a shark.
2: Hmm. I did well, too. At least yeah. we didn't get like Bronco Ford as. I know one of these <laughs> fucking names like the last time.
0: Tonus <laughs> Wagner the third.
1: <laughs> Bronco Ford. <laughs> All right. John Anderson, Doug Jarvis, Paul Lawless. Mark Reeds,
4: and Mike Millar.
2: Ooh, I know one name out of all
4: those five. Say say those names again. John Anderson, Doug Jarvis,
1: Paul Hollis, Mark Reeds, and Mike Millar. I'm
4: going to say 1972 Blues.
3: I got nothing. <laughs> uh eighty eight something. Eighty
4: eight uh, uh <laughs> well, just tied it up, by the way.
3: Uh, oh, okay. Eighty eight uh North Stars.
2: That's a dry just... al- that's a dry sidle al- hat trick, I think, by the way. Oh, seriously? I'm just gonna say penguins. I I don't know. I don't know. I can't guess a year. <laughs> the
1: 1987-88 Hartford Damn. Whalers.
3: Oh, Whalers. Damn Whalers. Whalers. it. Okay. I had
0: the year. Doug Jarvis.
1: Damn
0: it. What do we got? We only do two. Or we got one more.
1: I could do two more. This you one's want? kind Let's of a meme one.
0: Let's go.
1: Dell Hall, Hugh Harris, Jamie Hislop, <laughs> Barry
3: Leg, and Claude Larose.
1: The 1925
0: Seattle
3: Metropolitans. (laughs) Did you say? Did you say the one guy's last name is
2: Leg? Yes, L E G G E. Ah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Nordiques. Uh, I'm not gonna guess a year again. Um,
3: hold on a second. Hold on a second. Oh, is Chris cheating? No, no, no. I promise. (laughs) I promise. I'm fidgeting. I'm trying to think. 32 Canadians. The
1: 1977 78 Cincinnati Stingers of the World Hockey
2: Association.
1: God damn, <laughs> Cincinnati Stingers. Okay. They were on the on the website I used. I don't know. That I thought
2: it was. Lou's coming up with ESHL teams again. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: All what
2: right. was the first
3: team again? It's asked in the chat what the first team was. Uh,
1: the 1996 uh, 97 Sharks.
3: Sharks. That's one. Yeah. Oh, okay, Last
1: sharks. one. Last one. Nolan Bumgarner, Matt Cook, Harold Drunken, Fedor Fedorov, and Jason King. That's not oh. Real. This is
0: the this is the Thrashers nineteen uh uh two thousand
3: two. Are you really are are you really down? You know it's the Thrashers. I,
0: I I'm pretty sure
3: actually. I'm kind of convinced.
2: I'm gonna say the Wild, just because that's the only other team I know Matt Cook was on. Yeah. Um.
3: Two
1: thousand. Two thousand three Wild. The two thousand
2: two, two thousand three Vancouver Canucks. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Maybe well, this, is why sure. we, maybe this isn't why. Maybe this why we didn't do this. <laughs> I, knew Matt, hey. I knew Matt
0: Cook was a thrasher at some point, I think.
1: Hey, that's why
3: I, I, got, I got the year right on two of those. There you go. Got my half points. Yeah, you got your half.
1: Uh, Vegas just took the lead again.
3: Oh, goddamn. Shit. Goalies, who heard of them?
1: <laughs> Ivan Barbashev.
3: <laughs> oh, that's his second goal, I think, today.
1: Ivan Barbashev's on the Golden
3: Knights. Yep. Yeah, man. Pretty sure it's his second goal tonight. Oh, really quick before we move on to questions or whatever, uh, Swiss the Swiss National League finished. Um, my team was was uh, not in it, but they um they uh this team won the cup, so congratulations to them. I am gonna butcher this name as well as you know I butchered the Swedish name. I'm pretty sure, um, Geneva. Yeah, sir. Oh, God damn it! They just scored again. Geneva Servette HC. They won yeah, the, Geneva, uh, the national league. Yeah. yeah,
0: Geneva Switzerland. That's right.
3: Okay, cool. So shout out to now. Them. They won the Swiss league.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Vegas scored now, again.
0: It is now yeah. five three. Five three. Sick. Golden Knights. We're recording this during Game One of the uh, Oilers Night series. By the way, for the listeners <laughs> at home.
2: Well, we'll do a little rundown of round one because uh, nothing controversial happened at all. No, not, not at all. Not at all. Vegas beats Winnipeg. Um, Rick Bonus calls out his team, pretty much tells them they're a bunch of chumps. I'm um, sorry. Did
1: you just call him Rick Boner? No, Rick no. Bonus. Bonus. Oh, okay. I think you said <laughs> it, Rick Bonus. <laughs> I'm deaf <laughs> in one ear. I'm
3: sorry. Oh, it is almost nine. It's getting there. Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs>
2: um let's see what 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 was like the most non-controversial series maybe carolina and the islanders yeah i'd say that one canes Mm. took it in six canes took it in six uh they won on a goal from the goal line which always sucks (sighs) to see yeah that was that was
3: nuts um i think i got that do you guys remember what what your series was like how how's your bracket? My bracket's completely dead after that I first mean, round. I that.
2: At it yeah, mine's mine's completely fucked. I got everything yeah. but two series, right? But when yeah. the I, guy when the team you picked to go to the cut final gets knocked out in round 1, yeah. you know, it's I, makes
3: I think sense. I got three series. I got the teams right in three of them and the games, but then that was it. And but the big ones that I needed like the Bruins and and like the Avalanche and uh well, the Oilers at least made it to the next round but bruins and avalanche are out the kraken kraken and uh devils literally kraken devils and panthers killed my uh killed my bracket that was probably the worst my bracket has ever been in like the first (laughs) round like that was nuts like i just that was horrible
0: oh i've i've had a couple really bad ones don't worry
2: yeah oh you have (laughs) yeah oh yeah uh but like carolina dallas beats minnesota which was kind of a I kind of feel like that was like the one dud series just because after like that second, like really high scoring game, it just kind of felt like Dallas ran away with it. Yeah. I was hoping that one would at least go to seven, but
3: I was really going for the wild there. I just, whatever. What can you do?
2: Uh, the abs are knocked off by the Kraken. So we will have a new cup champion. What a story uh, that one is, eh? Dude. My God. And they win game one last night in overtime
3: against the stars like they're a complete wagon wonderful okay. to see I mean, joe, to- Pavel-
2: joe pavelski scoring four goals and still, <laughs> still can't, can't win. win still can't win right eh? <laughs> that sure sucks
3: really.
2: man uh but seattle scored first in every single game of that series yeah uh, did they really i'm all yeah. in on the kraken i'm all in on
0: the i'm, I- I'm kind of behind them i yep. would like uh you know i know we've talked about it before but just because i hate vegas so much i don't want (laughs) to hate the kraken and i I want to enjoy them while i can and they're a fun young team they are fun yeah um yeah they kind of play some they kind of play some cracked out hockey so i like it
3: jesus
2: (laughs) Um, but but notably in the west uh edmonton obviously (laughs) uh advances over la um talked about the game four collapse last week uh but the rest of that series just wasn't even close um yeah Edmonton kind of just walked all over the Kings and I, I think game four just took that that out of LA sales um but you know what are you gonna do when you give Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid some momentum like right. they're gonna just stuff it right back at you like- yeah Pricey idol man. Ooh, he's been he's been a lot of fun to watch in these playoffs. I'm sad for our friends that are Kings fans, but at the same time, like they kind of blew their shot to really take a <laughs> stranglehold on the series. Yeah. Um, then you know, it happens sometimes, and it sucks. But yeah, they'd be they'd be on us if it were if if it were the Ducks. So it's whatever. Exactly. <laughs> um, the Devils move on and beat the Rangers in seven games. You know, speaking of uh, teams kind of putting up shitty performances and uh, getting put out, the Rangers looked like shit. Holy...
3: Um, yeah, you go started. out and get Kane and Tarasenko, man, and they just were not there. Like that, that sucked. Like Panarin had no goals. Panarin nowhere to be found. I mean, all they had was what Kreider, Kreider scoring in front. That's all they could do. Like just get, Freider, like Freider, get Kreider, like get in the front of the <laughs> net, and uh, and just throw pucks at him. He's gonna tip it in. That's all they had going for him. That sucks to see.
2: But the uh, the talk of the game was our yearly Jacob Truba kill somebody hit of the the playoffs um laying out Timo Meyer and putting him out for game one tonight and there's a lot of talk of the rules define the hit as legal mm-hmm. but it's still kind of a shitty hit to play to I mean yeah it's hockey it's gonna happen You you can't take contact out of the sport but it's just it was unnecessary. Like, it was light the guy you know, up because you guys are trying to spark something with what, like five minutes left in the game.
3: Yeah, and at that point, weren't they only down two? I think I think they were only no, down. No, they got like, shut out. I thought they were um in that game went before the hit. Oh yeah, the they were only happened. down two goals. It was two nothing. I think yeah. Yeah. So it didn't really do anything anyway. They lost four nothing. But like yeah, like you said, rule book. It's it's a it's a clean hit, but. Timo Meyer had like three Rangers on him already. He was in the offensive zone pretty much alone and he already had three Rangers defenders on him. And Truba just comes in. Truba just comes right. Yeah. Right through the mall and just demolishes him. There was this. No right. Moment. Yeah.
0: And I'm seeing, and I'm seeing a lot of things on Twitter. I'm so, I'm seeing people calling for the wrong thing. Yes. I think we're all in agreement that that probably should not be a legal hit. Um, I agree that under the rule book, that is a legal hit. Um, mm mm-hmm um the the and every, what i'm seeing is a lot of people just immediately calling for jacob truba to be suspended oh truba needs to get suspended fuck truba all that you can't suspend truba just because you don't like the hit if it is technically legal and yeah. rule, the rules need to be the rules need to be adjusted first and then you can get the punishment for jacob truba
4: mm-hmm. look
0: this is hockey We know guys are gonna do anything within the rules to win the game and oftentimes cross those rules a little bit. We know that. These are competitive athletes that are trying to win hockey games. Um, you know, I know know I've been very vocal on Twitter a lot of the years. There's been some of these Jacob Truba hits that I thought were completely fine, and I spoke out and I said that they were totally fine. This is one of those hits that I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, -hmm. just as I think that kind of hit is avoidable and not overly necessary um but yeah you know it's it it starts with the rule book you know you need to just you know tweak the rules a little bit so that Other head, yeah so the dead on head contact like that is discouraged yeah and that's all i'll say about that but
3: yeah exactly
0: dry again is that a fourth
3: i love this german man holy <laughs> shit i don't like the oilers but jesus
2: Well, we saved our, we saved the two, I wouldn't say controversial, but the two noteworthy series of uh, Toronto finally does the thing and moves on to the second round. Fucking boo.
3: First time in 19 years. Congratulations, Maple Leafs. I love it. I, I, you know, when they were showing the crowd outside and everything, they were just going nuts at Maple Leaf Square. And it was just awesome to see. And I'm happy for for our, uh, our Leafs late night crew here at Inside the Rink. I know they were pretty pumped. So. That's nice. The Steve Dangle crew, you know, you might not like Steve Dangle and his his posse, but they've been through enough. I'm happy for them. They're uh, speaking of those guys. They did a thing. Well, it's mainly Adam Wild. He I forgot who he got this from, um, but somewhere uh, someone said if the Leafs win Game Seven, they'll wear blue lipstick for the like whole week. And uh, Adam Wilde also joined in and said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. So I watched uh, the one of the latest. I think it was not the one that was released today, but the one before that. And he the put on Friday blue lipstick. One. Yeah. And he wore blue lipstick for the entire show. So that's cool. <laughs> and my question to you guys is, would you want to do something like that, like that if we win the draft lottery?
4: <laughs> what would we even do?
3: I don't know. want to do purple lipstick?
0: Wear it on stream?
3: Yeah, wear it on stream. Purple lipstick, orange lipstick. Where are we going?
0: Oh boy! No, just like eye black. Yeah,
3: or like eye black. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can we can talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. But yeah,
3: happy for the Leafs. They we will ponder, ponder it. It's it. <laughs> like nah, man. Well, you might
1: be happy for the Leafs.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of pulling for the leaves in the East. I would, I'd like to see Matthews get to the final. Um, yeah you know, I like to see, I mean, I mean, you know, Toronto media, Toronto fan opinions, you know, I know everyone's going to have their different opinions of them, but I've always kind of liked the Leafs. I've always kind of felt a little bit bad for them. So, yeah. um, I think it's good to kind of, you know, it, it's good that that is no longer a story anymore. They've got through the first round and, uh, you know, they slayed the, it. They slayed the giants in Tampa Bay to, uh, to do it. It's so, like, they just beat, you know, kind of some random, you know, some random yeah. team. So,
4: yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's good. I'm pulling for the Leafs. I think right now my ideal matchup would be Austin Matthews versus Connor McDavid in the final. I think I think that'd be so that'd crazy. Be really, I I think that'd be really good just for the growth and for the hype of the game. Yeah. Um so that that's kind of what I'd be personally pulling for right now, but uh you know, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes.
3: Yeah, and and the Leafs are really one like that one Canadian team that I wouldn't mind seeing win the cup. Ottawa's there too. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate seeing the Senators win. Um but also if Toronto wins, that means Austin Matthews wins. That means he brings the cup here to Phoenix, or at least in Scottsdale, and he's gonna have his own little his own little party, his own little parade. So then that means I can go.
0: I just think it'd be so, so great for the game having Leafs Oilers in the final and knowing one of Matthews or McDavid is walking away with the cup for sure. I yeah. Can. That's just that's just great PR. That's just great media hype. I mean, I think I think it'd be really good for the NHL. And it'd be insanely fun to watch. Those two teams battling it out for at least, at minimum, four games would be would be something else.
2: Yeah. yeah that being said, it, go
1: Cats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Big Brandon Montour guy, Lou. Yep. Big Dude, Monty he's guy. oh my god, he's kicking yeah, the ass. The Montour
0: resurgence it. has been something else. You know, wasn't so really awesome.
3: Montymania, baby. wasn't Wasn't
0: really able to put it together <laughs> in Anaheim. Wasn't really able to put it together in, <laughs> in Buffalo. But you know, he seemed to have found a home in in Florida and seemed to kind mm-hmm. of be a bit of a late bloomer. So. Good to good, good to see Monty. Yeah, yeah, good to see Monty having having the great success that he's
1: Oh my
2: had. god, I love it. Is
1: Joshman horror playing? Yeah. 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 Oh, good for him too.
2: But on the topic of the Florida Panthers, they did the impossible and they defeat the Boston Bruins and eliminate the President's Trophy winner <laughs> in 7 games. I still can't believe it. It's, it it was it did not feel real. <laughs> Like, I turned the game on literally minutes before – or, no, I I wasn't able to watch that game, but I was keeping up with it through Twitter, and I saw Hockey 365 post Montour's tying goal. And I was like – like, then and there, I was like, okay, Boston's probably going to (laughs) lose. And, you know, they just – they got outworked. Uh, Like, watching the game winning goals many times as I've seen it. Just, like, none of the Bruins – look like they want to be there yeah like, like martian was the only one that attempted to even stop for um but there's just something so shitty about swayman trying to hit matt kachuk and then that being the reason he was out of position and getting scored yep. on like for had an incredible shot like mm-hmm. not trying to say it was lucky or anything but the yeah. fact that Swayman went out of his way to push Kachuk and it's kind of why he was in the spot for Verhege to shoot just as, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just like the most disastrous way to lose a series and to have your season end like that.
3: Yeah, and I, you know, the whole President's Trophy curse thing, like, that's, you know, it's whatever. But the Bruins had me in this year, man. I thought for sure just the way they dominated, like, I remember the stream or the episode we were talking about, you know, we were we were t- going over our brackets and I had the Bruins in the cup against the Oilers and I did three different brackets and I had the Bruins in the cup in all of them. <laughs> and then I remember uh Felix was in the in the chat and he was just like, Are we why are you guys putting all this stuff into Boston and everything? And now look at them. And you know, he was right. Do we have to start listening to Felix more often or where do we was go? Chicago, right for what? I mean I had the Bruins <laughs> like, in
0: the final, but I didn't have them winning, so I mean at least there's that. But
3: Yeah. But yeah, once once they were once the Bruins were done, I my first thought was, ah, Felix. Like I don't know why that just the comment in the stream that night just stuck with me. And I'm like, oh he was he was he was on to something.
1: That engagement fireman.
2: <laughs> Chris was like, uh you guys ever watch the uh Clone Wars cartoon that was on nope. Cartoon Network? Mm mm. So, like, one of the things that that series was most popular for was they brought back Darth Maul. Like, he wasn't <laughs> dead after Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Um, but his thing was he was always like trying to kill Obi Wan, and like the mm-hmm. thing people kind of really like applauded his voice actor for was like him screaming Kenobi. I just picture Chris just yelling "Suckard, <laughs>
4: <Sacard!"
2: laughs> The best part. Shaky, shaking his fist at you. I think the thing that just made all of like all of the just feeling of the ruins losing so much better was Jack Edwards call <laughs> because. Oh, the
0: Hindenburg call. Oh,
3: <laughs> <it> was Yeah. <laughs> <it> was- <laughs> That was fucking ridiculous. He
2: literally oh. compared it to the Hindenburg oh. exploding. Oh my god, i watched just, that three times. It just was the most Jack Edwards thing ever. And it was like, the only Hindenburg, him. <laughs> only fucking Jack Edwards could equate the Hindenburg exploding oh, yes. to the Bruins, the Bruins losing.
3: My god, boy.
2: I'm... Uh. I, I was laying on my couch I was crying because I was <laughs> laughing so much like it just it was so out of pocket but it was just so Jack Edwards that I was like you know what yeah. like it just it fits anybody God. else says that they are they're fired but it's yeah. Jack Edwards and Nesson's like fuck yeah Jack just keep doing what you're doing again okay. <sighs> oh, but gross. I mean you have you have Bergeron hugging his teammates after the game you know, all the guys pretty much saying that they just were sitting there numb. Like, I don't know. It's like every year you get that one story of like one team loses and it's just like the world ends. Yeah. And it just so happened that this year it's a team that set so many records, you know, just steamrolled everybody they played. Like, you know, after they are going to blow it up after the ducks game, where they beat us, what eight, seven, eight to two, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, right then and there, it's like fuck it, they're gonna win the cup this year. It's not gonna matter. <laughs> but like Lou said, are they gonna blow it up now? Because you know, how how are you going to top setting all these NHL records and then do that? Yeah. You know, n- not only did you know they lose that, but then it comes out that. Bergeron's playing with a slip disc in his back, which is really fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. Postranoch today said he hurt his shoulder in game one and he still was gonna play through it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they said, you know, X guy had this. Um, there was that tweet. I don't know if you guys saw me retweet it, but it was like so-and-so said they were beheaded in game two <laughs> and playing with the mannequin head the whole time. <laughs> yeah, would I have been that. good to go at yeah. the end of the series. Like yeah. But like the craziest thing is they kept playing Olmark, but Olmark was hurt, and the way Kevin yeah, Weeks I, I described it that. was debilitating. Like that tells me hip, hip or groin. Yeah, and it's like, why the fuck would you still play him when you have Swayman? Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: I, I, no. I don't, I don't get that at all. And he played I, pretty
1: well in Game Seven, I thought at least. No. You know, minus well, the thing with show, and, it
2: show, and
3: it showed pivotal.
0: What was the was uh, was the Game Four, Game Five when they collapsed. Uh five they were up
2: three one at that point. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was at a pocket. Oh, yeah. Actually. So
0: yeah, See, yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, it shows. I mean, you know, the whole the whole hockey pride thing of yeah, wanting to play while well hurt, you know, it it, it 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 sometimes, you know, we know we all know these guys want to play. We all know that, but sometimes, you know, especially in a position like goaltender, and if it's if it's a hip or a groin injury in a place like that where it's it's a vital part of the body to play your position well um you know that just that just goes to show that sometimes the whole i i need to play hurt thing probably isn't always the best go
3: yeah i i i continuously forget that the bruins were up 3-1 in that series i don't know why that's that's crazy
2: it was a very there was something very like reminiscent it it was like i almost felt bad because there was so much of that with the ducks over the years of like they would be up in the series <laughs> yeah. and then just something cataclysmic would happen that would just yeah fuck it would get up to that the point. rest of the series.
3: Yeah, they lost it was it was like clockwork. Once they lost game six, you're like, Well, series is over because you know they're losing game seven. Like it was like year like probably what four? it was four years in a in a row, I believe. They were up three two in a series. And then lost. And lost, yeah. So I felt it for Bruins fans. I I I felt that, but hey, you know, you were always given Leafs fans the business with the it was three to one stuff and a three one series lead, and now it kind of comes back on you when you had the best NHL regular season ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I was I was actually going to ask what you guys think about the uh, about playoff teams, um, or just teams going into the playoffs with a one a one b goalie situation. Cause I feel like most teams that do it, it just doesn't last. And they can't, they don't get, they don't go on a, like big playoff runs, in my opinion, at least from what I can remember every team that goes in and then they're not sure who their starter is. And they just kind of throw out whoever it doesn't last long.
0: It's it's just hard to get guys in a rhythm when you're doing that with such moves yeah. back to back, you know, the regu- regular, regular season is a little bit different. I mean, it's just a little bit more dialed back than playoff hockey. So it's probably a little bit easier to manage, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just it's a month it's it's a month and a half straight if you go all the way of of games every other night. And in the regular season, you know, the schedule's a little bit different. Sometimes it's back to back. Sometimes you get three or four days off. It just it kind of varies. So
2: mm-hmm. well, um, then you factor in traveling. Exactly.
0: S- yeah, yeah. 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 And add 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 the traveling to playoff hockey and having an even more
2: condensed schedule. Right. So, yeah. I mean, look at. I feel like it also at like to that point, like it always ends in disaster. Like you know the the big example with us was having to put Bernier in the Nashville series when Gibson went down. yep, he hadn't played since the beginning of April. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's kind of the reality of playoff hockey. It's just can, you know, if there's an injury, can that guy that hasn't played much come in and steal the series? Like mm-hmm. you know, somehow, Bobrovsky has just decided he's good at hockey again and yeah it feels like you know regardless of how many goals he gives (laughs) up he's gonna be good for a save or two that keeps the Panthers in it and they're gonna come back yeah and um I I love that
3: that tweet that someone said you know Bobrovsky is just a goalie who's gonna eliminate the best team because he was part of the Blue Jackets when they swept the lightning yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. when they had when they had that crazy regular season as well but yeah like you know i i like the the 1a 1b situation during the regular season but once the season ends and you're in the playoffs i think you have to choose your starter and you can't you can't well, be I feel flipping like it every night you
2: also have to commit to one guy like even if he has a bad game
3: mm-hmm. like if
2: it's to the point where like the he's getting chased five nothing after like two games like kind of like what happened with vanacek where they put schmied in and you know he comes in that game two and then decrease has been his since yeah um you know i I, coaches get paid the money they do to make those decisions and make those tough choices but i think that you don't see it much with hockey you know elliot friedman and merrick both have been very insistent on kind of comparing it to like the the stuff with blake snell in the world Mm -hmm. series of like oh you know the the rays looked at it as well, we want to manage his his workload and stick to our analytics, even when Snell was pitching as well as he was. And, you know, yeah. Dodgers go on to win and all that and ruin the chances, you know, for the race. And I know where they're coming from with that, but I think hockey's kind of weird in a sense where there is kind of a layer of trust between the coach and the goalies where, like, the coach knows better, but at the same time is gambling on the player to perform. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of something that's not so much like specific to hockey, but being that it's such an important position, I could see, you know, preferably, you know, down the line, when the ducks are competing again, I would prefer that, you know, if it's riding one of Gibson or Dostal or whomever may be the goalie, you're trusting them that they can persevere and get you through the series barring, you know, just getting absolutely shelled. But you know, there's so many factors with playoff hockey that it's like, you can't really be like, okay, so you're going to play game one. You're going to (laughs) play game two. Yeah. And then whoever's the better between that is going to play the rest of the series. Like Mm -hmm. the playoffs are that weird time of year where it's just like the shit that shouldn't make sense. And the crazy stuff that happens just suddenly works. And you know, there's kind of that legend of like, Oh, that was the playoff run where that happened. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, all this, all this goalie talk kind of gets us into our Hockey 365 topic of the week. And he was asking us, uh, this was a more time-sensitive one that we didn't do uh, last week, uh, so I reworded it a little bit. But he originally had asked if we were more surprised by Vasilevsky's poor showing through those first couple games of the series or Schmied coming in for the Devils uh and winning those two games, but I reworded it as was it more a shock that the Leafs kind of figured out Vasilevsky, or Schmeed kind of being the feel good story of the uh, the rain, uh, the Rangers Devil series so far.
3: For, I'm curious, for Schmied. me, it's it's Schmeed just because it's,
2: yeah 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 he's a yeah,
3: rookie same. and and what he did in the first round. Um, just because Vasilevsky, he's a great goalie. He's still. I think the best goalie in the, uh, in the world. But like we talked about before the lightning have played so much hockey that it was at, at a certain point, Vasilevsky is going to look human and he definitely looked human in that, in that series. He was giving up a lot. And I think it was just that time, you know, they, they've played a lot of hockey over the last like three years or so. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was too much of a shock that he was kind of having, having trouble with it in, uh, in this year's playoffs, but Schmid definitely is the, biggest surprise because I didn't know anything about him until he was in I'm like who the the hell is this guy like the devils are gonna put their series up against the Rangers in this guy's hands and he (laughs) and he he was awesome and he's he's been great so definitely (laughs) Schmid
2: I will say it was a little annoying that people were trying to say that uh the the Red Wings coach on the broadcast talking about you know how there's kind of a playbook on how to beat vasilevsky and stuff and everyone's like oh you can't go spill secrets like that of other teams and it's like these are professional athletes that watch tape religiously and that's part of their daily routine like yeah you can't be sitting back going oh no the 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 secrets of you know the secrets of this team are out in the open it's like yeah how many years were we all clamoring that you shoot blocker side on pecorino and he can't stop it Mm -hmm. does our bitching on twitter fix that no (laughs) you know you'd hope that watching the the ducks going to the locker room and watching video every morning would fix that but you know i don't know i just wanted to add that in because that that kind of annoyed me it's just like (laughs) yeah he's the best goalie in the world but he just you know he's won two cups more than a lot of other teams in the last couple years yeah don't you think those teams probably knew what his weakness was, and he just yeah. had a good game? Like,
0: and the Lightning have just played an absurd amount of hockey, over crazy last amount. Years yeah. Well. So, I mean, I feel like it was eventual that they were probably going to kind of start dwindling a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you I'll, know, I mean, yeah. it's Schmeed for me. Schmeed gets the vote. Shmeed. I'll give, a, I'll give him the edge. I'll say Schmeed
2: as pod. well. devil's
3: Pod speaks. Hey, I was worried that our that we were going to curse them by by saying that we're going to bandwagon the devils in the first round, but there's still time. Move. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> Plenty of time to make the wrong decision, Chris. <clears throat> yeah. I'm on the devils and <laughs> devils and cracking wagon and it's uh we're moving to round
2: two, baby. Let's go. All right, baby. All right. So question wise, do we want to stick with the Bruins for a sec and answer Shan's question? Um, yeah, mine as well. Um, yeah. Let's and then talk, talk, talk about more balls. Yeah. Out. yeah,
1: let's do it. Oh, <laughs> really, yeah, I love balls.
2: So he asks us, we always like to shit on teams like the Maple Leafs, the Cowboys, and God forbid the Sharks. You know, he had to throw them in there because he is a Sharks fan himself when oh. it comes to the playoffs. So are the Boston Bruins the ultimate meme team for all of the major sports teams in North America? And he provides a list of <laughs> all of the recent failures of the Bruins. So, in 2009, they were the one seed, and they were eliminated by the Hurricanes. They were Mm -hmm. reverse swept by the Flyers in 2010. Oh, yeah. They won the Stanley Cup the next year, but it was because the Canucks kind of blew it. Yeah. Uh, The year after, they lost in round one to the Capitals. They lost the Stanley Cup in 2013 in 17 seconds uh, against the Hawks. They won the president's trophy in 2014 and lost to Montreal missed the playoffs in 15 by a game lost it or missed the playoffs again in 2016 eliminated in the first round by Ottawa in 2017 lost Tampa in the second round 2018 lost on home ice in 2019 to lose the Stanley cup Mm -hmm. lost in the bubble to the lightning Lost to the Islanders in the second round. Jesus. Lost lost to the uh hurricanes in the first round. And then this year lose to the Panthers game seven after setting all these records. And then at the end he puts, seriously though, you want to say the sharks are a bunch of chokers?
3: <laughs> well, the sharks still are. More than one <laughs> team can be chokers. I'm sorry. The sharks still very much are. Not his ass. <laughs> multiple multiple chokers can exist, but I think, yeah, yeah. The,
0: onus, the onus is, I think, is uh, is on the Bruins now, especially if we yeah. move on to the conference final. I think we need to start kind of maybe pointing fingers elsewhere.
3: And I want to say the Bruins are on a nice little Game 7 losing streak now. Mm. I want to say. Oh, yeah, they are, huh? Oh, it's not us. Finally, it's Right, right?
2: <laughs> They're just the East Coast variant of us. We've traded so many players there that it just yeah. rubbed off on them. You I know? did feel
3: bad for Lindholm. They showed him on the bench right away, and I'm like, ah, my boy. But that's what happens. I don't care anymore. <laughs> You're in Boston. I don't care. And... A
1: little rude, but.
3: But, yeah, <laughs> Sharks are still chokers. Terribly sorry. You had all those years, all your runs, nothing to show for it.
2: Now look where it's got you. Your, now former you. Ca- your former captain scoring the dick trick in, in Dallas.
3: <laughs> yeah, now Vegas is going to win. They
2: just
1: scored an empty net.
3: Yeah, it's a party in Vegas right now.
2: Oh, there's Elvis. <laughs> All right. So nice. Our, next, six, our four? next question comes from Saeed, and he asks, who's your MVP so far through the first round and the first set of game ones?
0: Uh, I think for me, it's Matthew Kachuk. Ooh, yeah that's he's, a good one he he he's just had an unreal first round and then even even this first game against toronto he just he just put up some absurd um some absurd single game metrics so
3: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah i give he it I give, all over yeah, the damn place. i give it to matthew good just with how solid he's been and just kind of how much of a surprise the panthers were for beating boston so i'll give it to Kat okay.
4: i'll
1: go brandon montour montour that's a good one.
3: I was. I'm gonna keep rolling with Mitch Marner. I had him. I said that he was. Uh, he was my fi- My uh, whatever the question was last week, surprise or yeah, something like that for the first round. Um, I'll say Mitch
2: Marner. I'm gonna say one, Mister Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. We love Jack Hughes. Right. One of us had to keep on brand with the Devils. Yeah,
3: needed to squeak <laughs> in the Devils there.
2: <laughs> So this is definitely going to be one more so uh, for Connor to answer because you're a little more in tune with the, uh, the draft side of things, but our pal Felix asks us, would you pick Will Smith over Matvey Michkov in a hypothetical world where the ducks are picking fourth? Will
0: Smith over Matvey
2: Michkov. If the ducks
0: are picking fourth, I will just preface this with, I know this is hypothetical, but holy fuck am I glad that we are not actually having to have this debate and <laughs> a chance of picking fourth. So yeah. we don't, we wouldn't even really have to make this call. So I'll just say I'm, I'm a team that's picking fourth. Um, I think I would still pick Mitchkov. You know, I think the drop-off is still a little bit, you know, the drop-off from Mitch into that Will Smith, Zach Benson, Oliver Moore, Ryan Leonard tier. Um, I think it's somewhat significant um and i just think at that point you know especially if it's Bedard, Fantilli, and carlson that have been taken at 1 2 and 3 already if your team's sitting there at 4 i mean i mean fuck why not you didn't you didn't win the lottery already so maybe you know maybe just go take a swing i would i mean, I, I and that's not that's not any slight on will smith he's a he's a he's a fantastic young player but i just think at at 4 you already didn't win the lottery so i mean i mean hey just go swinging yeah yeah, like the cool decision is the... made the decision is made for you at that point. You, you didn't win the lottery. You, <laughs> you didn't draft Adam Fantilli. You didn't draft Leo Carlson. So like just punch upward. Why not?
3: It'd be cool if Will but Smith. How fuck to... am I so
0: glad that our choice is between Leo Carlson or Matt Bay Mitchkov and not Matt Bay Mitchkov or we maybe drop down in the ne- into the next year? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I think it'd be We're kind of cool if,
3: if Will Smith went to the uh, the Florida Panthers somehow. Just because they're near Miami. Will Smith, the rapper, you know, the Miami Miami song. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Yeah.
1: Keep his wife's name out your
4: <laughs>
3: What'd you say?
1: I said, keep his wife's name out here. Yeah. stepping now.
4: <laughs> <mouth.
2: laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, on the same uh, wavelength here, Appa asks us, what are you doing to improve our draft odds superstitiously? Yeah, Wild Wig's been throwing salt. In a yeah. second, on the microwave, yeah, why, doing why, why does
1: Honda Center have so many microwaves?
3: You can never I mean, have enough. So, Solon Zellweger
2: so assuming... can,
0: can get his 5,000 calories. in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess so. They're just
2: uh, I'm gonna so assume I mean, a lot are different like lunch areas for like the staff working certain areas, so it's not like hey, you have to go to this one office, like yeah, yeah. way yeah. underground.
3: Wildwing's oh. definitely doing his part. Shout out Wildwing.
2: <laughs> what, have,
0: what have we been doing I, mean, I just mentally manifesting
3: yeah um i,
0: I mean you know mentality. trying to bring the good vibes in there you know good vibes not assuming we're gonna win but good vibes yeah. say, you know we're <laughs> in a good spot no matter what hopefully we get rewarded
3: for it so the good vibes are there but uh i do i will have like a period during the day that it's just like a little anxiety when i think about oh, it. All, and then I ha-
0: oh monday morning until like 5 p.m that's <laughs> gonna feel like an entire team oh my god I'm, I'm
2: gonna That's hide great. my phone somewhere I, I don't want to <laughs> see it happen live like honestly I would we rather don't. just hear it secondhand just because I keep telling myself okay top three really don't care what happens we're getting a good player regardless yeah. but, but the like
0: chance, the chance to just be able to witness live seeing that card turn over and it's us like oh dude I don't think I want to pass up on that on potentially being
3: able to see that happen I might pass out. I don't know. I've seen enough <laughs> <a little laughs>
0: heartbreak. I've seen enough heartbreak. If it's not us, if we pop up at three, fucking whatever, man. Well, but, see, I, I see it through
2: uh, the lens of we get busy late later in the day when like people get off of work. Mm-hmm. So like naturally, I might not be able to look at my phone, regardless. Larry, um, so
3: you'll be safe. But
2: I just know with how slow Mondays get, it's gonna be like the one day where like no one has been in the store for like three hours, and I'm just staring at my phone just doom scrolling twitter <laughs> and you know i i as much as i agree with it it's kind of like that once in a lifetime of like to see them flip the card live yeah i don't know how i'm gonna react like i don't yeah. know if it's just gonna be a like hell yeah we did it or if i'm gonna faint i <laughs>
3: <laughs> i do i do feel like we're gonna get third i really do i can just i can taste it i can taste number three well
2: i mean
0: the are the highest odds we have are to pick third so,
3: mm-hmm. so but you know ah uh, man i just hope that when that third card is like when the number three pick that card is flipped it's not us so at least we're in we're either one or two and then i'll be feeling it and then maybe i'll facetime jake well if if we, if, <laughs> if we win it if we win the lottery i'll facetime you while i'm running down the street
0: yeah i don't know what my reaction's is gonna be
3: this is yeah. running barefoot. It's this
0: gonna be shock or relief, or like I don't know. We'll
3: see. We'll have to party? we'll have to find a. If it happens, we'll have to we'll have to stream and we'll have to have some kind of some kind of liquor. Is there a purple or purple or orange liquor that we can that we can drink? Something purpley for the show. <laughs> you get all shock top. Is it purple? It's orange. Oh yeah, we could do that too. <laughs>
2: Lou's got the right idea. <laughs> so Oppa yeah. has another one that we'll answer and then we'll get to Ryan's squeak of the week. The and then um, we will be done for this episode.
0: Well, no, remember we still had uh, everyone's ideal.
2: Oh yeah, shit. We didn't
3: do it's that. Ladder.
0: And we got it, and we gotta do our tank of hit, the last one before the actual uh,
2: Oh yeah, we gotta do uh, a before ha-ha. the
0: big
1: Papa.
2: Okay. London. We'll do we'll do Oppa squeak of the week.
0: On- finish on lottery we'll finish on lottery stuff just to send the good vibes in and uh for uh for just a little under five days from now
2: yeah so pull up tankathon on What's up? oh jake it's been yeah.
0: okay <laughs> i'm gonna share the screen we're gonna we're gonna do it again but let's get an office question first
2: so he asks ideal meal before and after a concert before mm. i don't eat before shows i mean i I want i don't want to have to go to the bathroom i would rather just be fucked up if i drink or smoke before honestly i mean i do eat before
0: shows just because i know i'm gonna drink at the show and i don't want to you know and i don't want to like be drinking on an empty stomach so i mean i mean i mean nothing crazy heavy probably just like like you know a chicken bowl or something like that but
3: uh i was gonna say some kind of some kind
2: of rice bowl yeah
0: Oh, but, dude, after a concert, fuck, dude. Like, Taco Bell, Canes, in and out like, Del Taco, something shitty.
2: We got Del Taco after <laughs> Gochira, and it, it smacked.
0: Oh, that was so good. I ate half of it, like, on the way home before I even got it. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. I was just kind of sitting there. I don't even remember what I got. But I I know we sat on the couch, and just, like, I still had that, like, ringing in my ears. And I was just like, this this is nice. <laughs> I mean, we talked about after Iron Maiden how we just were all sitting at Lazy Dog, just like zoned out. And the lady brought, you know, a bunch of water for the table and all of us, you know, down to pitcher of water in like 30 seconds. But the uh, the Lazy Dog grilled cheese is pretty fire after that show. I'm trying to think. good grilled
3: cheese. Lazy Dog grilled cheese is pretty damn good, man. That was That was delicious.
2: The last couple of ghost shows we went to, we got like McDonald's on the way home, whatever was open. I don't really have like a specific like place to go to, you know. You guys got any others? I know Connor and I answered.
4: Uh probably like
1: Del Taco or Jack in the Box.
3: I'm always I'm always down for like a, a rice bowl whenever I'm doing anything. If it's a concert if it's a sporting event whatever it is
2: just something that's not gonna make you have to shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because i (laughs)
3: i've made that mistake a couple times but afterward maybe i do like like when we go to hockey games and stuff like that i do like in and out after after a game depending on who i'm with
2: never never a bad option yeah Okay, Ryan, Ryan's coming at us hard with uh, Squeak of the Week again. Uh, he starts with, Three shall be the number thou shalt, shalt count, and the number of the counting shall be three. Four shalt thou not count, neither count thou two, excepting that thou <laughs> then proceedest to three. Five is right out. Give me a three-person lineup of NHLers to play basketball with.
0: Ooh. Victor Headman.
2: Uh, oh,
4: Headman's a good one.
3: Uh, shit. Austin Matthews, I feel like
4: has game. Hmm. I don't know. Headman, yeah, I'll I'll go Headman Matthews, and then hmm. I don't know why. I feel like Jack Eichel
0: can kind of can kind of white boy ball a little bit. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Hedman's a good one. I think uh, I think I'll go Hedman, Matthews, and then uh, Matthew Kachuk.
2: Um, I don't know why my my mind instantly goes to Frank Petrano. Uh,
3: yeah, I can kind of see that. You know. It's kind of like a little guy, a little else. Italian guy with his little, his little wife beater on.
2: Bouncing chains.
3: Some, <laughs> playing some basketball. I'm trying to think.
2: Who else? I, I agree with Connor's assessment of Eichel. Kind of feel like he's randomly good. Um Trying to think, like, I know he said headman because headman's tall. I know, she, yeah. you know, I'm gonna go with what Sean said. Sean earlier in, in our group chat said Chara. If we're going height, give me big Z. Yeah,
1: I'm going, uh, or just a guy that goes to the basket, probably Connor McDavid because he's just so fast. Um, he does have hoops in his house, too. Yeah. Uh, Probably Leon Drysidle to set the screens. I I bet he's (laughs) that's a fucking nasty screen. And then who's that tall ass fucking guy in Vancouver?
2: Uh, Tyler
3: Myers. Myers. Myers? I I had Myers. Yeah, I was thinking about Myers. Him him just
1: him just to fucking block everything.
3: Yeah, (laughs) he. I feel like he'd trip over his own shoelaces, man. Like
1: just fucking to make me tumble everything. No, no, no.
2: okay so connor i shall i I see you smiling so i shall make you host so we can do our our tankathon okay
0: well no let's do here let's do we'll end on on the tankathon hit and then we'll finish it off let's give everybody so i actually meant to send this uh in for uh crash the pond this week but i forgot so i'm like okay cool i'll audible and just (laughs) send it for us so this is my question assuming I don't know why it would be any different, but assuming we all want the Ducks to pick first overall, what is our ideal top three draft order? Ducks number one, who does everybody want, two or three?
2: A combination of us and Columbus one, two, I would be happy with because at least Columbus had as bad a season as we did and I don't exactly hate the Blue Jackets, but I would prefer Chicago fell out to force. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
2: Um, I would say out of all of the teams that possibly could move up, the only one I'd be okay with moving into the top three would be the Coyotes.
3: That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So
2: I would say if we're in a perfect world, us at one, Columbus two, Arizona three. Okay. So mine's
3: almost a oh, perfect go, world. Yeah. Perfect world. Mine would be ducks, coyotes. um, And I'll give the third to the blue jackets. Okay. Luis
1: uh so ottawa ottawa if they get in the top three they keep it
0: yes yes so ottawa's pick is currently owned by arizona at the 12th overall but it's top five protected so if that pick wins the lottery and gets in that pick can also only pick as high as second so if ottawa wins the lottery the ducks stay in first which would be great
4: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm gonna go obviously anaheim one uh montreal two give sicara to read it to smile
0: Ooh, boo felix boo
1: <laughs> also boo and probably <laughs> i'm torn between ottawa and arizona
0: yeah well if that's the case it's gonna have to be one of columbus or chicago there
1: oh yeah okay so just arizona
0: okay um so mine would actually be Anaheim picking one, just because I kind of like the Sens. I'd like to see them slide up into that two spot and keep it, mm-hmm. and have the auto and have the Senators drafted second, and then and then third, I'll give it I'll give it to Columbus because I don't I don't want to see Chicago or San Jose slide up and no, I just,
3: nope. don't, I just don't really give a
0: fuck about Montreal. So definitely not the Sharks. Um, yeah, so for me, Anaheim, <laughs> Ottawa two, and then uh, Columbus slides down to three, and Chicago slides down to four.
4: So okay,
0: that'd be mine. And without further ado, folks the uh oh also kind of a just a little bit of an honorable mention just because i think it'd be fun to kind of you know like reignite the rivalry have the have the one and two go there if detroit slid into that two spot adam (laughs) adam fantilli going back to michigan that'd be pretty cool that'd be
4: mm, that'd
0: be
2: a little something yeah that'd be something you did that scott because scott was yeah scott was it's roasting spicy. you in the twitch chat <laughs> wait what scott said do you think you're friends with the guy wow i mean you said oh i didn't, that, no, I didn't,
0: said, oh, oh, I didn't even see that i didn't know scott said, was in here i didn't he even said, see bang <laughs> good answer I didn't, I didn't even see that there you go scotty yeah so scott i know we talked about it but if the wings slide up in the top three why don't you uh we'll uh, we'll get you back on talk a little bit about that but uh yeah so i'd say i'd say ottawa picking two columbus of three or detroit picking two columbus of three is probably be my would be my two my two just most fun things that i would think
4: um so so
2: folks connor is pulling up tankathon, i told heather i would shout out her pink canopy she put in her backyard so okay okay. shout out heather and her smoke her weed smoking tent shout out that (laughs) all right and everybody here we go
0: on Zoom and on stream. See my screen. Yep. Cool. All right, folks. So here we go. Without further ado, the final Tankathon hit until the uh until the grand <laughs> finale.
3: I just love that duck streak on Monday. Lost thirteen.
0: <laughs> and it's in green too, like it's a good thing. I know,
3: right? <laughs>
0: All right, we're just gonna hit it once, just to, just to preemptively see what we get. Hopefully, we can send ourselves off into Monday with some good luck and. If not, hopefully that kind of exercise some bad juju and get that out. So maybe those who don't know, for those who aren't familiar with, obviously the Ducks have number one odds. They can pick no lower than third overall. Columbus in at two, Chicago at three, San Jose at four, Montreal at five, Arizona at six, Philadelphia at seven, Washington at eight, Detroit at nine, St. Louis at ten, Um Vancouver at eleven. I don't think Vancouver can win. I think they can only draft second. I could be wrong on that, but yeah. So there's some other teams that can slide up, but probably not very likely. So
3: arms are sweaty. Here we Without go. Without
0: further ado, I will move my mouse onto the sim lottery button. If Something I can get a countdown moms. from three from our good pal Chris. <laughs>
1: three.
3: Two. A one. Here we go. Stim that, baby.
4: Oh, oh my god gross. what the
0: fuck is that dude flyers we are first, not good at flyers this. first overall <laughs> chicago two anaheim three. Oh, I don't come like that.
3: on what is no. this gross bro that, we are terrible that's kind of,
0: with this that's kind of disgusting well i mean yeah. hey hopefully like i said my god getting all the bad juju out until until uh it's until monday. monday but hopefully it's not <laughs> that
3: if it's that, I'm not I'm not talking to anybody for a little while.
2: <laughs> well, Chris, take us home. Oh, you got to make me host again. Oh. oh, yeah. While I do that, Chris,
3: again. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that'll be it, man. It sure was a flop, Savannah, in the chat. Sure was a flop. It's always been a flop. We've done this, like, I think three or four times, and they've all been flops. Um, but, yeah, that'll be it from us, man. No other questions. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Again, thank you for everyone joining on the, the in the Twitch chat. Um, if you don't follow us on Twitch yet, go, go give us a follow wherever you're listening to your, to your podcast, give us a, a nice rating. Um, you'll hear our wonderful outro that Jake has for us. It's It's beautiful. Listen to the man that's talking in the outro. He's a wonderful dude. Don't know the guy, but he's great. Um, but yeah, we're hoping that we have merch soon. Some more merch, I should say. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. I think. Uh, I think sure. we're
0: uh, we're gonna hop on Monday night after the lottery, right?
3: Monday that night. That's the plan. We'll right? a, uh,
0: we will have a draft lottery night
3: reaction. Reaction. It's just My gonna reaction. be like a Twitch yep. hangout thing, right?
0: Well, I mean, we can we can require. I mean, it'll probably just be like a 30, 45 minute thing talking about the lottery and okay. know, just kind of shooting the shit back and forth. But I mean, I mean, we can certainly post it as an episode, just a live you know mm. in episode 43 draft lottery live reaction we can we can certainly okay do that.
3: you know all right sweet
0: you know mix it up i mean hey it's the off season mix up the structure yeah. A little bit, so yeah
3: monday night monday night and then night. i think and then
0: i think uh, something to look out for if you also listen to crash the pond our buddies over at crash the pond sounds like we might be doing a little bit NLTB. of a hybrid, little little i might be doing a little bit of a hybrid stream i think that's the preemptive date rough date is may 15th so um yeah. i know jake rudolph and felix over there we're going to work out some more things but um you know that'd be a that'd be a fun little time if we can hopefully make that work so um some things to look forward to monday's coming up it'll be here right away folks and uh hopefully we are uh hopefully we're celebrating in the streets with the number one overall pick and if not i mean hey we're still we're still getting a fantastic player no matter what so we can't yes we yes we can lose on monday but in the long mm-hmm. run we're uh we're still in a great spot. So
3: the streets will be talking and hopefully it's good things until then.
0: Mm. Fucking see ya.
3: Peace. Monday night. Promo code let.
0: You can follow late arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at late arrivals pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.